Welcome to Permaculture Tonight. Today we have Ryan Johnston of the Permaculture Skills Center and Permaculture Artisans of Sebastopol, California. It's a site that everyone should visit. It's a site that everyone should know about because they're not only generating permaculturists, they're generating people who are going to change communities. They're creating these regenerative collaborative groups that are reskilled professionals that were already building the the world around them through the landscape and the political landscape and they're literally turning people into like permies in their heads and in their hands and the way they run their business it, it, i'm not even going to get into it let's just listen to ryan it's amazing here we go so cool to hear about the uh, the webinar because I I really feel I really feel like that you know that's becoming more and more like the future is that I mean Neil Speckman just came out with one with Raleigh uh, you know Curtis Stone's been doing it for a while I, I have an inkling that Ben Falk does things like this too um, but you guys, you guys are like the the college level, you know, and so that's why it's so critical that you guys are doing that. You know, uh, can you share with me a link or a blurb to that so I can post that on my entre permaculture entrepreneurs uh, uh, group because they've got to they've got to hear about this. Of course, I will send that to you as soon as we get off the phone. All right, sweet. All right, so we're rolling now. So let's get into it. So. Ryan, you work over at the Permaculture, the Permaculture Skills Center in Sebastopol, and you guys teach people how to take the PDC to the next level, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, our goal basically was to support people in bridging that gap between uh, the introduction of permaculture, which might come by way of a PDC, or you know, a lot of folks are devouring tons of uh, content on the internet or reading a lot um, and, and great books and everything, and they get really switched on to this, this concept of permaculture and are applying it oftentimes to the home scale. And, you know, we got a lot of feedback of people wanting to take that to the next level and make it their profession. There's a lot of folks out there that were working jobs that their heart really wasn't in to support them doing this work in the hobby space, oftentimes on the weekends or after work. And um, we really come to this with the belief that permaculture um, or more, more appropriately, enterprise. Enterprise isn't a dirty word, and actually, you know, there's a lot of opportunity in for-profit, or maybe more appropriately, more-than-profit enterprises to move this work in the world and um, also provide people with right livelihood and the ability to provide even other people, their employees, the right livelihood as well. Um, so we provide advanced trainings for folks to, to move into that space of running permaculture businesses. That's awesome. So can you give us uh, some examples of some of your graduate, uh, what they've gone on to do? I know that you guys are starting your second year into these programs, so it might be uh, early days, but uh, can you share with some of uh, what, your, what your students are into now? Sure. Yeah, so, so just maybe starting with what the, the programs are, and then I can talk about the, the graduates a little bit. So the first program that we run is the Ecological Landscaper Immersion which is based off of our sister company as the proof of concept, which is the Permaculture Artisans. It's one of the biggest uh, permaculture design build landscaping firms on the West Coast run by Eric Olson. And uh, it's about 10 years old at this point. It's, it does gross sales in a million plus 
coming to Eric and asking him for jobs is sort of the only pathway to do this work. And so we're like, oh man, how do we bundle what he's learned and a bunch of other great professionals in our region have learned through being permaculture professionals for decades plus, um, bundle that and offer it, like you said, it's sort of an advanced training, you know, it might be synonymous with a college level training uh, to do this work in the world. And so the Ecological Landscaper Immersion is, is six months long, uh, three days a week, and really offers people the opportunity to go deep into this and, and really embody it. And so starting with a base of ecological literacy, ecological problem solving, and then applying that through design and then taking designs through the project management process to actually implementing them. And then supporting folks in figuring out how this work actually takes root in their own lives, which is actually a process of personal inquiry. What do I want to do in the world? What do I want my ideal life to look like? And then designing some sort of enterprise or finding a job in the world that supports that. So there's a big part of it that's also professional development. Um, actually running a business or showing up as a professional because I think that's a big growth edge for permaculture. So we've run one of those programs, the last one, our graduates, gradu- our graduates graduated this last September. Um, and, you know, we actually found that in the hosting a sort of advanced training, there's not really another offering out there in the U.S. like this right now, maybe not even the world. And we got a whole spectrum of different folks. We thought that it was going to be people that were just interested in becoming landscape contractors. And there definitely were some of those, and they're out starting their own businesses now. Um, some of them have stayed around the region, um, and so it's really great. We're even referring work over to them now. Um, and some of them are sort of general landscape contractors. Some of them have a focus. Like some of them are really focused on gray water and rainwater harvesting. And there's other folks that have sort of these auxiliary businesses that are all part of the multifaceted ecological economy, such as a gentleman who's starting an on-site milling business. Uh, when you fall trees, you know, there's higher use oftentimes than just chipping them up. And so how do you mill those and create a resource out of that? Or there's another gentleman who we actually ended up hiring at the Permaculture Artisans who had really high-quality mapping um, as sort of his offering. And that, of course, is a really key as sort of the foundation for doing these land-based designs. And other people that had interest in, in doing land-based enterprises like starting a retreat center that, of course, is also a permaculture demonstration site as well. And so helping them hone their goals and sort of develop a, a, a roadmap for achieving that. So that's our ecological landscaper immersion. It's sort of this, this wider umbrella for land-based enterprises and regenerative land management. Um, and that's a complement to our other longer program, which is farm school. And that's really focused on folks who want to, as their sort of primary offering, get into the regenerative food system. And that could be as a farmer on the grounds actually growing things, or it could be in distribution or adding value or even farm design. So supporting folks to be leaders, actors in their regional food economies. And, and very similar to Eli, that starts with first the ecological literacy. And then we go around and we learn from this amazing brain trust of farmers that are in Sonoma and Marin counties. And the whole program, I mean, the, the heavy bulk of it, 80, per, 80 plus percent of the time is actually learning from farmers out there in the world doing this work. And we really feel that that's, that's vital. And in doing so, it provides people with a bunch of different reference points they come to permaculture, they come to farming. There's a lot of things that are sort of under that umbrella as well. And so getting to meet people actually doing this work in the world, pick their brains and sort of figure out, oh yeah, you know, I really like rotational grazing at scale or, oh no, actually I want to have a microgreens operation in my suburban backyard. You know, those two things look very different. 
um, by giving people the opportunity to, to have touch points with all those folks and then go through the process once they sort of have that focus and we support them in finding focus, design an enterprise or design a pathway to running their own enterprise doing that work in the world. And so they'll go through a whole design process for designing the site um, where their farm enterprise might take shape and then also a business planning process as well. So kind of the, the oftentimes unsexy behind the scenes work of, of running a successful enterprise that really makes or breaks success over the long term. And so they go through a whole financial planning process as well. And then leaving the 10-week intensive, we connect them and there's a very structured mentorship program for them in the farm school to work with somebody that's already in that space. And, you know, it, it can look like you them out there's like an internship on the farm with them. Um, it sometimes takes route like that for folks, but oftentimes and really the intent of it is to have more of that high level coaching, helping you see around the corners or the blind spots um, from somebody who's been doing this work for a long time, helping you illuminate those things that you just don't see oftentimes as a beginner stepping into this work. And so that mentorship process goes through the winter time with the goal of people actually launching into their enterprises in the spring. So for our last farm school program, just to speak about the alumni a little bit, they're all in their uh, mentorship phase right now. And the cool thing about the mentorship program is we'll support them wherever they're looking to start a mentorship. It could be here in Sonoma County if folks are from this region or they decide to relocate. But even more beautiful is when they take it back to the places they call home. And so, you know, there's a woman over in the Napa Valley doing this right now, some gentlemen that are heading back to the Sacramento area as well. And we have a whole gamut of different things from small veggie farmers to folks that are doing animals to folks that are doing perennial polyculture food forest systems. Uh, And the other neat thing as well is that, just to speak about the Permaculture Skills Center itself, is it's a five-acre demonstration site, and land access is one of the most challenging things for people getting into farming oftentimes. And so really fortunate to be able to offer this space to some of the folks coming out of our program to incubate here on the site and run model enterprises that are all collaborative with each other as well. So sharing resources, sharing planning. Um, And the neat thing as well is that we have a very structured process as well for supporting people to get on land. And we work with California FarmLink to do this. And I feel really grateful to say that we actually had more land offered to us this year than our farm school students were able to take on. Now, granted, it's the first year of the training or the smaller class, but that's a really encouraging thing. And I think it's really indicative of how excited people are about supporting young farmers, particularly those that have a deep ecological bend to their business. Isn't that exciting to hear that? That's amazing. So, I mean... Uh, how do you feel like when you wake up and like I know today you lost the duck to a bobcat but I mean how happy are these people at the end of this process as the the process develops how happy I mean I just had Zach Weiss on here and we were talking about how you know he couldn't do there's nothing in his there's nothing in this life that he could be doing that could be doing more good than he is doing right now and how that feels and I, I just wonder, I mean, how do you feel about, like, your place in, in the world and what you're doing? You know, I have that trait that's often called the achiever, which is a total double-edged sword that both, like, keeps me striving and it also keeps me feeling like I'm never doing enough when I ground into the bigness of the planetary moment and how much we need to pull off right now. A lot of so guys. it feels really good, but I'm always moving forward. 
hold these offerings for these people. Um, I'm really fortunate to get to do the intake interviews for all the people coming into our program, spending an hour or so with everyone, just kind of getting to know them and making sure it's a fit for them and for what we're able to actually offer them realistically. And it's incredibly heartening to be able to have that offering and say, yeah, we can offer you this. And people showing up and be like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Thank you for being here. Thank you for putting all these pieces together. And I'm so excited. There's nothing else I want to be doing in the world. And so hearing that from folks, that's my stoke on a daily basis for sure. And it's continually inspiring to see how passionately people are showing up to do this work in the world. And that's, that ultimately is what gives me hope. So do you, do you see the Permaculture Skills Center becoming like more of a, a system of, uh, because I mean, you guys are an incubation for more than just community, more than just farm skills, more than just business skills. You are uh, creating templates for a new world and you're sending these networks of people out and they're regenerative, but they're also like, they work with each other in a way that's regenerative. And so we have this like this huge explosion coming out of of the permaculture skill set and the permaculture artisans. And and I mean, are, is the future going to be like there's one in L.A., there's one in San Francisco, because you guys really are creating a new template for a way to introduce permaculture through the people who are doing the things for us already. It's like. You guys have people who are landscapers. You guys people who are working with plumbing. You guys people who are working with architecture. You have the people there who are already creating the world we live in. Except you're reskilling them and sending them back out in these collaborative groups. It's it's absolutely it's so inspiring. And and I I just if we could have you like you know five thousand of you in every major city in in, in America scattered all over. We could see such huge changes happen so fast. And I, you know, that's wishful thinking on some end, you know, to happen so quick. But at the same time, I, w- w- what do you guys see as the future? Because you've got to, I mean, you've got something so special here that, you know, you got to share it on some level, right? <laughs> well, I really, I really appreciate that. Um, thank you for that compliment. And, and yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly the goal um, ultimately is to scale these solutions and create models that can be replicated in other cities, other locales, and create other skill centers that are hubs for doing this work, bringing together the professionals and those looking to step into this work, um, sort of how a catalyst works on a, a cellular level of bringing together those pieces to lower that activation energy for things to go forward. And we might look to the slime mold as sort of our natural analog for the, the pattern of which we're we're doing this and the slime mold pulls together and then it sort of sporulates out. And we're very much in that still pulling together phase. You know, we've been running programming for about three years now, starting with shorter courses, one day offerings. We've been running our longer programs for two years. And as important as it is to scale this work, you know, we're also really discerning about how we go about doing that, acknowledging that this stuff has to be done um, with a really high level of quality. Um, and so for us right now, we're still very much in the internal building phase of this, and continuing to solidify our curriculum of our courses. And, and in all of this right now, given that there's not another analog out there for doing this sort of programming, particularly for the Ecological Landscaper Immersion Program, there's a really big 
big sort of call and response process that goes on for creating offerings like this as well. Like, you know, we and our, our team have some notion of, of what the world needs, but we're continually co-creating with the students who show up as well. And so it's not like we can cater to every whim and need, but uh, we are continually defining and refining what it is we're doing. And there was a, a lot of that last year in our first ecological landscaper immersion, thinking that people would come and they'd want to be landscape contractors, you know, hearing that sort of narrowly defined, but there was this much bigger spectrum of skills that they were looking for. And so us, you know, sort of receiving that feedback and stepping back and like, okay, we can step to that. So yes, ultimately, I mean, the goal is to scale this. And we've had a number of people approach us already about creating skill centers elsewhere. And ultimately that is definitely the goal. And what we want to do is create a model that, like you said, can be replicated. There's a template that can be handed off for other people to plug in and, and make this thing happen. And so we're very much in that refining process to create that. And then I don't know if we we're recording, but when we started this, the first thing we mentioned about the importance of online programming as well, digital programming as a really sort of low embodied energy way to scale this information and share it. And we have a, a webinar tomorrow um, with Eric is sharing five and there's actually a whole bunch more in their lessons from, from building a successful permaculture business. And you know, I, I don't have a lot of details to share at this point, but we are incubating a whole online learning platform as well, which we're really excited, which will be multimedia and it'll have workbooks as well. So people can get this information and then work through it on their own and then use the permaculture skill center as sort of a brain trust to, to, to kick ideas or, or kick questions to as well and get feedback and get that support in a mentorship process. And so that would allow people, you know, the, the mycelial net would be greatly extended at that point of people being able to do this work and their communities as well and not have to necessarily relocate to Sebastopol to take the training. So absolutely and all that stuff is sort of our, our next phase of growth. And I'd say look for that, um, especially the online platform, probably in the next year or two from us. Amazing. I will look for that and I will share that. I know that one of the number one questions I get is, can you make money with permaculture? Can you do a market garden with permaculture? Can you know all these different things and your program consistently just everywhere you look all the different aspects that holistically addresses proves that permaculture is not only possible you don't have to legislate it you don't have to force people you don't have to tax people you don't have to do anything other than show them the skill sets and show them how they can implement them and once you start doing that and you connect them to the story of the land and the traditional practices of that land like as you're doing through the mentorship of the, the Sonoma County farmers, the, the, what we're doing is we're grafting in the, the permaculture knowledge into the heart of our communities when, 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 when we work with the Permaculture Skill Center. And so I just, I'm so honored that you came on here and I'm just so honored to know you and to know the Olsons and to know everyone over there that works over there because you guys really are doing what people are asking about and I'm so delighted to hear that you're going to be creating an online integrated presence so that people really can get out of that online experience what is going on there because it is beyond special and it is the future and and it's all choice based it's all passion based it's all enthusiasm and all positive and 
And it's, it's exactly what people think is impossible and it's happening in a place where it's hard to live and you guys are doing it and the people that are doing it there are making a living and it's just superb. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, I think I think it's really important in this time for us and I think this is a fundamental shift in sort of environmentalism, if you will, or just people that want to see change in the world that it's not good enough to be simply against something. You yeah. have to be for something, right? If you say, I don't like the food system as it is, you kind of have to come bearing solutions if you really want to move change. And that's just one example there. But exactly what you said, I mean, permaculture holds so much promise and so much opportunity to be that positive, proactive, solution-oriented response. And I so sincerely feel, and we're experiencing it here in Sonoma County, that there is a ta- there's a seat at the table for us as permaculture practitioners. And it's really more about us getting out of our own way to step up and, and you know, take that seat at the table and show up as professionals. You know, we, we can't do this sort of just winging it. I mean, there has to be, it has to be well thought out in the offering. But, you know, if you, if you present the ideas coherently and you understand the language of the people you're speaking to, say city government, they're more than willing to work with you. And we've got a bunch of great examples of that here in Sonoma County. Just to speak to a couple, there's a food forest in front of the library here in Sebastopol, the library and city hall complex here in Sebastopol that we helped create. There's one down in Petaluma, just to the south of us, similar sort of example. And no less than a half dozen cities here in Sonoma County have these food forest demonstration sites that we worked with a nonprofit partner and the cities to help create here in Sonoma County. And so just a small example of that willingness, and in a lot of ways that food forest, you know, it's a small token site, but you can see it as a foothold, and it, it does give that feedback that people are willing, and the next move on top of that is creating the sort of policy change that really helps move this forward, and that's one of the most heartening things, I think, here in our region as well, of the cities working with uh, local nonprofits, one called Daily Acts, who I used to work with, um, and creating programs to support people in sheet mulching their lawns or rerouting their gray water out of their landscape. And, of course, sort of the natural thing that follows if you support people um, in that process is planting something like a perennial polyculture or growing some of your own sustenance or, if nothing else, growing a regionally appropriate plant palette that's providing habitat for the birds, butterflies, and bees. So, I mean, I think from a really systemic level, um, and I don't care what your political background is, you know, I think these solutions are becoming really palatable and supported. Yeah, and I think it's kind of transcending the political mess, um, which is what's so powerful about it. It transcends uh, the way we bifurcate humans into groups or religions or, or whatever, you know. It, 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 it unites and it allows us to be the best people that we can be. Uh, I feel like those government those government officials, you know, especially local government officials, they want the same things that we want. Um, they uh, are in a certain I mean they're, they're doing things a certain way they are have to dance the dance and we and, and if we want them to get arrive at the arrive at where we want them to arrive we kind of have to dance with them and that can just be as simple as dressing up properly and speaking properly <laughs> um, yeah. we, we don't need to we don't need to you know raise huge amounts of money we just need to speak with truth and to work together with our communities 
And I, I really appreciate everything you're doing. And I am so glad that you could come on and highlight the work you're doing. And I can't wait to see what the future holds. And I, I hope that I can continue to support you guys in whatever way I can. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And that's actually, you know, what you just spoke to there is a thread that we're weaving into the, the next Eli program in particular. And it's, it's a big part of farm school as well of how do we move change? How do we see ourselves not as regenerative farmers alone or ecological landscapers, but, but change agents in the world too. And seeing that bigger picture and the important role that we have to play in moving that change. And, you know, so often we're going to bring in folks that work for government to come and speak to the program as well and speak to this perspective that we want to make this happen, but we can't make it happen without you all. How can we be that win in the political sales as professionals in the world to help make this change move forward? So I think that that is wildly important. Right. And how are we speaking to what people really need, you know, even if they don't even know it yet? And that's what's so cool about permaculture is we're at this moment where people really don't know about it. And when we give it to them, it's like a gift that they never thought even existed. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate what you said earlier, too, about speaking in a way and acting in a way that's inclusive. And I think that that's a perpetual practice for us, especially as we step to more and more new realms, speaking to new audiences that maybe don't call it permaculture, maybe are practicing it in some way, other shape or form, but like making the movement really inclusive and continuing to check in on how are we doing that? How can we strive and get better at that? And I think that's one of the biggest growth edges. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, so can you share with us the website and perhaps the, the launch time and website for the webinar program? Because I know that my my listeners will want to take part of that. And I'll, I'll try to have this released before that happens. Sure, yeah, certainly. So um, you can find us at permacultureskillcenter.org. And if you go to our Ecological Landscaper Immersion, down at the bottom of that page is a link to join the webinar. The webinar will happen tomorrow, which is December 15th. And it'll go from 5.30 to roughly 6.30. We might run a little bit long with question and answer. PM Pacific Standard Time, and then if you if you check us out on the Permaculture Skill Center page, uh, it has a lot more details about our programs. Um, in addition to the Farm School and the Ecological Landscaper Immersion that I mentioned, we're also running two advanced water harvesting courses here, and that'll be Eric Olson uh, along with Brock Dahlman as well, who are really excited to partner up with. He's kind of a water wizard that's been hugely influential on us and our thinking around organizing and permaculture, but particularly um, in the area of water. And so we'll have two advanced trainings with them throughout the summer. It's a two-part series um, that I, I highly encourage people to check out as well, especially if you maybe can't step to the full Farm School Ecological Landscaper Immersion. One of those is five days, five days long. The other one is eight days long um, throughout the summer. And then just generally as well for folks, if you happen to be up in the Sebastopol area um, in the North Bay, we don't have a gate on the front of the Skill Center. It's a five-acre demonstration site. It's still early phases. It was basically a blank slate when it was purchased four years ago. A lot of work has gone into rainwater harvesting earthworks and infrastructure. There's over 150 fruit and nut trees in the ground with more to come with this bare root fruit tree season. But it really strives to be a model for regenerative land management practices. And I think so often it's, it's wonderful to read about, hear about these things, but there's a transmission of knowledge that goes on that's beyond words, really, when you step into these fecund living systems. And so 
definitely invite folks if they're interested just to, to stop in and see us here um, if you're ever up in the North Bay. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been there numerous times and every time I go there's new things happening and it's a beautiful site and as my wife describes it, um, it's tailored, uh, different from mine, which is untailored as she describes it. And she wishes it was more like your site. So I, I'm going to keep visiting. I'm going to keep picking up pointers. Awesome. Well, thank you, Matt, so much for having me on as well. Really appreciate the opportunity to, to check in with you again and, and collaborate on this. And um, so grateful for the work you're doing in the world. And I think, you know, our work, as we spoke about so often, um, really, they, they dovetail with each other as well. You're speaking to the youth and so often. And then for folks, it's just kind of, coming up to the skill center programs is sort of the next logical progression for them uh, on their educational journey in some ways. Absolutely. And I thank you for coming on. Oh, that was awesome. I love Ryan. I love his passion. I love how focused he is and how his he, he is on a mission and he has got so much to tell you. He has got so much to share and it's because that Permaculture Skills Center is doing so much and it, it's going to be doing so much and so I've got my eye on the Permaculture Skills Center and Permaculture Artisans and I know that in the coming years they're going to be leaders, especially in the American West, in spreading new communities and spreading new community patterns. And they're really gonna just flip the way we do everything from the inside. And it's it's incredible and I it's amazing. So I hope you're inspired. I hope you take this away and you feel like that you could do the same exact thing in your area and you create your own version or you call Eric up and then you know set up a franchise or something. Whatever you feel, you go and do it and you act upon that impulse. And when, when we do that, when we act upon ethical and good impulses that help us, that help our community, that help the earth, we are rewarded on like this holistic level and then we want to live in this holistic reality where the things we do, the things we say, the things we eat, the things we think, the things we like uh, do with other people, the things we do with animals, the things you know we do with the earth, all of them are this, this system that just works together and it all reinforces each other and it's exponentially improving. And suddenly, I mean, like that's the reality I think that everyone wants to live regardless of whether they're rich or poor, regardless of whatever they believe. We all want a world that provides abundantly for people. And so we just need to get there and it really starts with us individually. And, you know, things like the Permaculture Skills Center they're, they're, they're signs that we are getting there. We're, we're on the cusp moment. If we can set up six or seven of these throughout major cities up and down the West Coast, within 10 years, we could see all that stuff just turning into um, regular legislation at a statewide level because it saves so much money and it creates such uh, community stability. So... <laughs> I mean, we're arriving and we need people whose hands are ready and to get into the soil or get into the paperwork or stand and, you know, show their, that, that what they believe. And that all, that's happening right now. 
and I'm inviting all of you to check out the webinar with Eric Olson and you know check out my videos and to start doing things in your community in your neighborhood and start creating those bridges and creating that stability. All right, from Permaculture tonight, thank you and have a good week.